We've all seen Rainers, and we've all longed to have horses that can move just like they can. Well, I'm here to explain the first step to getting those difficult maneuvers. Hello everyone, this is Peyton Freeze with How to Make It Rain podcast, and this week I'll be discussing the beginning steps to advanced maneuvers. More specifically, I'll be talking about the first step to training a spin. So the consensus among most horse people is that the spin, the first step to training the spin, which is moving your horse's shoulder, is one of, if not, the most important thing your horse will ever learn how to do. And this isn't because every class you will go in will be asking for some form of moving that horse's shoulder, but because as soon as you have control of your horse's shoulder, you have control of your horse. Before we get into the meat of what we'll be talking about this week, let's hear a quick word from our sponsor, Hobby Horse. Only amateur exhibitors wear show clothes that aren't from Hobby Horse. Seriously, who even are you if you show up to the pen wearing off-brand rags? If you come to a horse show wearing something other than Hobby Horse, you won't win. When you don't win, you'll be mad and you'll blame it on your horse. If you haven't bought Hobby Horse, then you're obviously not experienced enough to know that it's all your fault you lost. When you blame it on your horse, you'll end up abusing them. When you end up abusing them, you will go to jail. Save yourself all that trouble and just buy Hobby Horse. about um, how to ask for your four-quarter yield, I want to talk about what it's going to look like when you have your four-quarter yield. So ideally, your horse will plant their hindquarter and move their forequarter around it, almost creating a circle around their four, around their hindquarter. Um, but it's not going to look like this at first, so don't stress if you go out there and try it and your horse is not planting their hindquarter and they're just walking in a circle. It takes time, so let it take time. And that's all I can tell you, really. Just let it take time. You'll so now we're going to talk about how you're going to ask for your four-quarter yield. So an analogy that I like to use with my lesson girls is close the door, open the window. And what that's referring to is the pressure you're putting on your horse. So when you're in the saddle, you're going to put leg pressure on. But, oh my gosh, what do I do? Do I squeeze with both legs? Do I squeeze with one leg? Do I... Um, put one leg here and the other leg there and squeeze with both of them, what do I do? Well, I'm here to tell you what you do. So, so okay, let's say you want to go to the right. You're going to put your left leg on right at the girth and put pressure on. Your right leg should be completely off of your horse. At first, I suggest keeping your leg off your horse dramatically just so they understand even more so this, this is the window, and it's open, and it's ready for you to go through, but here's this. This is closed. You have to go through here. Now you know what to do with your legs, but I'm sure you're still wondering, what the heck do I do with my hands? So with your hands, I would use the same analogy that I do for your legs. Close the door, open the window. And what that's going to mean with your hands is resting your rein on your horse's left so, so we're gonna we're gonna go again and say that you're going to right to the right. I'm gonna try to do a four quarter yield to the right. You're going to rest your left rein on the horse's neck and wither, and with your right rein, you will hold it about a foot away from your horn of the saddle, and just so it's kind of guiding the horse's head over there. 
not tipping it in or anything, just a little bit of a guide because ultimately you want to be using just your leg, but this is, to begin with, a little bit of a guide to say, hey, I want you over here. So that's what I suggest doing. Um, if your horse thinks that going forward is an option, because, I mean, you're putting pressure on, so, they may, so some horses may think, oh, you want me to go forward. You, I recommend um, just putting a little bit of pressure backwards, pulling back on both of your reins, an equal amount of pressure, so that the horse knows, no, forward is not an option, but over here, going sideways, that's the easiest option to get away from pressure. Before we continue, let's hear a quick word from our other sponsor this week, Duterra. One of my favorite times of year is show season. I get to see all my daughter's hard work pay off. However, last show season, I noticed my daughter and her horse were not performing as well as they typically would. After talking to my daughter and her trainer, we decided it would be a good idea to start my daughter and horse on lavender essential oils. The lavender scent calms both horse and rider. At first, I wasn't a believer, but then we forgot the oils at home and every class that show was a train wreck. Ever since that incident, we haven't forgot our oils, and my favorite team hasn't placed below first. Don't forget to get your lavender essential oils for this coming show season from your local doTERRA rep. So I'm here with my grandma, um, and she is quite horsey. Um, and we've discussed quite often about how important it is to move the horse's shoulder, just as I had been saying before. So I want to real quick interview her about how she felt. So how has learning to move your horse's shoulders helped to enhance your control on both the ground and in saddle? Well, on the ground, it really helps. Um, I think safety is a big aspect that... Um, I can touch my horse's shoulder and it will move away from me and respect my space, uh, not step on my feet. And um, it's just another way to uh, make him respect me and pay attention to me. Um, and riding, moving the shoulder is really important uh, when you're loping and uh, you want to pick up the correct lead when you move the shoulder that gets the horse into position to pick up the correct lead. So when I have the shoulder in place, um, the rest of the body goes with it. And um, it's just been really good. It's something, a concept I've really just gotten in my head the last couple months and been able to do and um, it's really been good. Okay, thank you. So you just heard my grandmother um, talking about how she feels moving her horse's forequarter has helped her and helped her horse and you've heard me say that a lot throughout the podcast that moving your horse's forequarter is so important and you just heard her say it again and I've, you've heard me say even that other people feel this way, but you don't really know. So um, I want to give you someone else who feels the same way, another trainer, and there's other trainers, but he puts it in a really nice way that I really like. His name is Dale Fredericks, and this is him talking about moving the forehand and how important it is. Hi, my name's Dale Fredericks. 
Today we're going to be talking about uh, doing some groundwork on young horses. What we're going to be talking about is a turn on the forehand, leg yield, and turn on the haunches. And we're going to start out doing this on the ground, but this is a great help later on when we when we start riding them. And it makes it makes the transition a lot easier for them to learn about leg pressure. And this is this is the beginning of us being able to control all parts of our horse. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast, and I hope you also understand now better than ever um, the first step to training a spin, and even more on top of that, how important it is to have a horse that respects you and knows how to move their shoulder. So I hope you join us next week, and I'll be discussing moving the hindquarters and how that's going to help with lead changes and your emergency break. (laughs) Thank you.